welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellows Show. My name's Kyle. Tonight's video, it's, I'm recording this on Monday night. Uh, we have a video, uh, we have a, a game tonight, the Giants at Tampa Bay. That's going to be happening in probably about an hour or so. So what I do on Monday nights is I go through all the snap counts and open up the box scores and just kind of uh, allow us to take a peek at who's getting the snaps, where the stats are going. Uh, and this can help us for future weeks down the line. So we have a lot of games to get to. It looks like we got 14 on the schedule here. So we're going to hop right into it. We'll go swiftly. The Thursday night football game, the Patriots win 25 to nothing over the Atlanta Falcons. This was just an absolute train wreck of a game for the Falcons. But uh, on the Patriots side, you do see Mac Jones play the full game. And if you're new to this uh, this channel and new to this show, uh, what I do is I basically, if there's a quarterback change in percents, I'll, I'll explain the quarterback uh, different snap counts. Uh, but we're pretty much just looking at wide receiver, running back, and tight end. So I kind of just list them from top to bottom. Uh, so the leading guy here for the Patriots, Jacoby Myers, played 88% of the game. Nelson Aguilar, 77%. The next best receiver was Kendrick Bourne at 45%. And Nikhil Harry uh, at 41%. Leading tight ends, it, surprisingly, but Jonu Smith actually played more than Hunter Henry. So Jonu gets 52%. Hunter Henry. Henry gets 50%. And then for the running backs, we knew this was kind of going to kind of be a mess in this game. Damian Harris leads the way at 39%. Ramondre Stevenson, 34%. And Brandon Bolden gets 27%. On the Falcon side of things, Matt Ryan didn't play the full game. He, he missed the last series or two. Uh, but 93% of the snaps for Ryan. The leading guy on the day was Kyle Pitts here at 81% as far as receivers go. Russell Gage led the way at 74, Taji Sharp 69%, and Olamide Zacchaeus here at 46%. For running backs, it was kind of a surprise. No Cordero Patterson in this one. We knew that. We expected that. Uh, but Quadre Allison leads the way at 48%. I guess he tied with Mike Davis, so they kind of split the backfield right in half. And then Wayne Gallman just four percent so he was kind of the hot name last week uh, in that game against dallas this week it's quadre allison and mike davis now let's go look at some of these numbers and see if we can make any sense of this uh for the atlanta falcons you see matt ryan it was a rough day 19 of 28 passing 153 yards two interceptions he was also sacked four times just couldn't get anything going in the game he we did see some Josh Rosen and Felipe Franks in this one. Josh Rosen, one for three, he throws a pick six. Felipe Franks, he goes 0 for one, and he threw an interception as well. So four total interceptions from the Falcons QBs. Leading runner on the day, nine for 34. That's Quadre Allison. He also caught two of his three targets for zero yards. Keith Smith, the fullback, got some work here. Three carries, eight yards, one 11-yard uh, catch. And Mike Davis, just one yard rushing on three attempts. He did catch three of uh, three receptions for 20 yards. So the leading target man on the day for the Falcons, Russell Gage, eight total targets, five for 49. Kyle Pitts, five targets, but only three for 29. Olamide Zacchaeus, three tar uh, five targets, three for 23. Taji Sharp, just two for 21. Parker Hess, back up tight end, one for five. And Wayne Gallman, just a, a, a minus three yard carry. So I don't know what to think about this one. The Patriots defense had their number uh, from the start. Again, no Cordero Patterson, also no Calvin Ridley. I think this offense right now is just it's just not fun for fantasy. You shouldn't be using Matt Ryan in, in QB1 leagues. Uh, Cordero Patterson's probably the only guy that is probably a must start at this point. He's dealing with a high ankle sprain, but we'll see if he can return next week. And then uh, Kyle Pitts. I think I'm going to continue to roll with Kyle Pitts if you have him as a tight end one. Uh, the Patriots, Mac Jones, hyper efficient, 22 of 26, 207 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He was also sacked three times. The leading ball carrier for the Patriots, Ramondre Stevenson, 12 carries, 69 yards. He also caught one of his targets for six yards. 
Damien Harris, 10 carries for 56 yards. He also had one catch for nine. Uh, the, the Kendrick Bourne, the receiver, he got a seven-yard carry. He also caught all four of his targets for 42 yards. Backup running back Brandon Bolden, just one carry, one yard, but he did get two for 15 through the air. Nelson Aguilar caught the lone touchdown pass here, five of five on his targets for 40 yards and a touchdown. Jacoby Myers, six total targets that led the team, but only four for 39. Hunter Henry, only two for 25. Johnny Smith, only one for 17. Nikhil Harry, only two for 18. So uh, for fantasy, these offensive pieces don't really excite us too much, but Stevenson and Harris in the running game, I'm interested to see how that split moves going forward. Uh, again, Damian Harris just barely edged out Stevenson in the snap counts. And then as far as the receivers, like Bourne, Aguilar, Jacoby Myers, these guys are all kind of boom-bust flexes at this point going forward, and I think you're still going to roll with Hunter Henry. So uh, we'll move on here to a... Shocker, the Colts, 41, Buffalo Bills, 15. Colts improved to 6-5, and five, Buffalo falls to 6-4. and four. Snap counts in this one. Uh, you see Carson Wentz only played 90% of the game. Jonathan Taylor did play 83%. Zach Paschal, 78% to lead the receivers. Michael Pittman Jr., 75% of the snaps. Jack Doyle, 74%. Willie Cox down here is tight end number two. He was at 41%. T.Y. Hilton, the third best receiver on the day, only 41% of the snaps for him. And then really nobody else to monitor. Naheem Hines, 19%. Uh, for Buffalo, uh, Dawson Knox led the way at 98% of the snaps. Josh Allen only played 89%, but uh, good to see Dawson Knox get through this one healthy. Uh, he's He should be a top 10 tight end the rest of the season as long as he's good to go. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders led the receivers 79%. Stephon Diggs, 77%. Then a drop-off down to Cole Beasley at 57%. Uh, and, then, and then Gabe Davis was the fourth receiver here at 34%. The running backs, it continues to be kind of this, this hot mess. Devin Singletary, 38% of the snaps. Matt Breida, 32%. And Zach Moss, 29%. So Zach Moss is the third guy uh, in this one. It's kind of useless. I don't really trust any of the Buffalo Bills running backs right now. I don't know if we can confidently start any of these guys. Uh, but, man, let's get to the numbers here. This was a day for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I'll first read Carson Wentz's numbers. 11 of 20, 106 yards, one touchdown, no sacks in this one, two for 18 as a rusher, but it was all about Jonathan Taylor, 32 carries, 185 yards, and four rushing touchdowns. He also caught all three of his targets for 19 yards and another touchdown, so a five-piece for JT. I think he was over 50 points in most PPR leagues, so uh, just the, the game of the season, I think. I don't know if anyone's going to be able to top this. Uh, Naheem Hines as the backup, only four for 31. Deion Jackson even got in on some carries here, six for 12. Uh, Zach Pascal, you saw him get a, a nine-yard carry, but no catches. Uh, just they didn't have to throw the ball. Again, Wentz only had 106 yards. T.Y. Hilton, two for 26. Jack Doyle, three for 30. Michael Pittman Jr., only two for 23. That should uh, that should just be a low point here. I wouldn't get too worried about him. I'm going to continue to use Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, this was just all about Jonathan Taylor. They couldn't stop him again. 32 carries, uh, over 200 all-purpose yards for Jonathan Taylor. So uh, for the Colts offense going forward, continue to, to expect big numbers from JT. And then Michael Pittman Jr. is really the only other useful piece. Now for the Buffalo Bills, they really struggled. Josh Allen, 21 of 35 as a passer, 209 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. He was only sacked once, uh, and he did add 18 yards on the ground. We saw Mitch Trubisky come in and throw an interception in this one late as well. 
Uh, leading rusher on the day, Matt Breida, five for 51. Devin Singletary, three for 17. Zach Moss, three for five. So again, can't really trust any of these running backs here. Devin Singletary did have the most targets. He had four targets, three for 26 as a receiver. Uh, but going forward right now, I'm not going to trust any Buffalo Bill in my lineup until further notice. Dawson Knox led the team in targets with 10, six for 80. Uh, so that's a really good PPR day for a tight end. Gabe Davis, four targets, two for 27. Emmanuel Sanders, five targets, three for 26. Uh, Cole Beasley, five targets, four for 23. Stephon Diggs, low game here, six targets, only four catches for 23 yards, but he does get the two touchdowns, so he salvages a bad day there, uh, and then Reggie Gillum, Tommy Sweeney, whatever, uh, but interesting, man, Buffalo's in a funk, we'll see if they can get things righted, they're going to have a tough bounce back next week uh, against the New Orleans Saints on Thanksgiving, so we'll see what happens there, uh, we'll move on to Washington and Carolina, Cam Newton's return falls up short, Washington takes this one 27 to 21, a very good road win for the football team. Um, snap counts for the football team. You got uh, Terry McLaurin. I actually, I should say John Bates, the tight end, 99%. So they're, they're on their third tight end. And it seems like every time they're on a new tight end, he's going to play pretty much the full game. So John Bates made some nice plays in this one. Terry McLaurin, 93%. DeAndre Carter, uh, probably a receiver we need to talk about on the waiver wire, 75% of the snaps. Antonio Gibson, 49% to lead the running backs. JD McKissick, 46%. Uh, there's Adam Humphreys as the third wide receiver, 45%. Uh, and then kind of nothing else down here. Jared Patterson did play 19%. Um, but let's go ahead and look at uh, where are they. Let's get over to the Panthers. Cam Newton did play the full snaps. DJ Moore up here at 94%. Robbie Anderson, 92%. And then there's a huge drop-off to wide receiver three. Brandon Zilstra at 47%. And then Terrace Marshall Jr. is just not getting it done, 27%. Uh, so he's, he's done for redraft. Uh, but DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, both interesting numbers. Christian McCaffrey back to his stud workload here of 90%, uh, not even really in running back two to, to mention here. And then the tight ends in, in this uh, offense, we really don't care about. Ian Thomas, 63%. Tommy Tremble, 47%. So let's go look at some of these stats. So Cam Newton, uh, pretty good day. 21 of 27 passing, 189 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Uh, he was sacked only once, and then he did add 46 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Christian McCaffrey, 10 attempts for 59 rushing yards, uh, seven receptions for 60 yards and a score through the air. Uh, again, only Amir Abdul, only get, he got one carry for six yards, nothing else there as a backup. So it's back to CMC, uh, all-you-can-eat buffet. Uh, Chris, uh, DJ Moore led the day. Uh, for the receivers, seven targets, five for 50, and a score. Tommy Tremble, two, uh, he caught both of his targets for 35 yards. And then here's some life, uh, a pulse for Robbie Anderson, six targets, five for 30. So it's an eight-point PPR day, maybe a, a positive trend here for him going forward. Ian Thomas, Brandon Zilstra, Terrace Marshall, whatever. Uh, going forward, this offense is all about Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, and then perhaps Robbie Anderson. Uh, the Washington football team side, Taylor Heineke had a pretty efficient day, 16 of 22, 206 yards, three touchdowns, and he was sacked only three times, I guess sacked three times, uh, and 29 yards rushing on the ground. So really good day for Taylor. Uh, Antonio Gibson had an interesting day. He lost a fumble early in this one, and he kind of got benched for like the whole second quarter, comes back out running hot throughout the second half. He goes 19 for 95, no targets. So you'd like to see some targets in there, but he did respond well to that benching after the fumble. J.D. McKissick, 7 for 46, only one catch for four yards. Uh, Jarrett Patterson, 7 for 23. Um, so even though they, they gave Jarrett Patterson a chance, Antonio Gibson still looks uh, head and shoulders like the best rushing running back on the team. Terry McLaurin led the way in targets with seven. 
five for one on three and a touchdown. <clears throat> and then Adam Humphreys, two for 30. John Bates, three for 23. Cam Sims, two for 19 and a score. Uh, Dax Milne, backup receiver, one for five. And then DeAndre Carter, uh, I think he scored touchdowns in three straight games, one for negative three as a rusher, uh, but he catches two of his three targets for 22 yards and a score. So Washington going forward, I still think Taylor Heineke is an interesting QB2 option for Superflex Leagues. I think you got to continue to start uh, Antonio Gibson, especially next week against Seattle on Monday Night Football. McKissick still remains a, a PPR running back two or a flex play at best. And then yeah, you're starting Terry McLaurin. Uh, that, that's no question there. But that's kind of where it ends. We are expecting Logan Thomas to be back next week. So maybe the offense uh, gets a little bit more stable going forward. Uh, let's move on to the Baltimore Ravens and the Chicago Bears. It looks like the Ravens won 16 to 13. Ravens move to seven and three. Chicago Bears fall to three and seven. The snap counts in this one. Uh, again, no Lamar, no Marquise Brown. So Tyler Huntley gets the full game of snaps from the quarterback spot. Sammy Watkins played a full game here at 74% of the snaps to lead the receivers. Rashad Bateman was number two receiver at 70%, and Devin Duvernay was number three at 54%. Mark Andrews had a nice game, 72% of the snaps for him. And then the running backs, it looks like Devonta Freeman is the guy. 58% of the snaps for him. Latavius Murray was back, but only 37% for him. So uh, for waiver wires, I like Devonta Freeman going forward. Uh, looking at the Bears, David Montgomery back to his full beastly workload of 95%. Uh, Darnell Mooney, 92%. Uh, the backup, uh, I guess this number two wide receiver with Allen Robinson out was Marquise Goodwin at 71%. Number three wide out was Demir Bird at 63%. And then you did see Cole Komet play 90% of the snaps. We did get a QB change in this one. Basically, Justin Fields played 51%. Andy Dalton played 49%. Um, so uh, it looks like Thursday night uh, for Thanksgiving, Thursday morning, you're going to see Justin Fields not on the field. We're going to see Andy Dalton uh, probably start for the Bears. And then Khalil Herbert, only 12% of the snaps. He's just He was just like an afterthought here. So let's go look at some of the stats from this game. So Andy Dalton, 11 of 23, 201 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. You see Justin Fields uh, really struggle in this one before he left. Four for 11 for 79 yards. He was sacked twice. He did lose a fumble as well. David Montgomery, uh, kind of a weekday, only 14 attempts for 58 yards, one catch for nine. Jakeem Grant got in there for a couple plays, uh, but Darnell Mooney, man, 16 targets, only caught five of them for, but 121 and a touchdown, massive uh, production there from, from Darnell Mooney, Marquise Goodwin, four for 104 and a touchdown, and then really nothing else from anybody, Cole Komet, one for 12, Jimmy Graham, two for 25, uh, just kind of a junk day for this Bears offense, so we'll see what happens against the Lions on Thursday, uh, I think it looks like Allen Robinson's probably not going to play. So with Andy Dalton likely the starter as well, it's probably David Montgomery <clears throat> as a full workload guy. And then I think you got to continue to use Darnell Mooney uh, at this point. That, that's kind of the only thing I trust for the Bears. Now, Tyler Huntley for the Ravens, he goes 26 of 36, 219 yards, one interception. He was sacked six times, uh, added 40 yards as a rusher. Devonta Freeman led the day in carries with 16 for 49 yards and a rushing touchdown. He also caught all six of his targets for 31 yards. Latavius Murray. Uh, 10 for 32 as a rusher. He did catch two two passes for one yard. Uh, but again, I like Devonta Freeman going forward here. Mark Andrews was the leading guy in the receiving uh, for the day. 10 targets, 8 for 73. So the connection with Huntley looked pretty good. Sammy Watkins, 3 for 48. Devin Duvernay, 4 for 37. Uh, quiet day for Rashad Bateman, only 3 for 29. But I did like uh, the, the six targets there. So assuming Lamar Jackson plays next week, 
you're starting Lamar, you're starting Devonta, you're starting Marquise if he plays, you're starting Mark Andrews, and I think you're going to probably roll out Rashad Bateman yet again. So Bears uh, made it close at the end. They had some excitement plays in the fourth quarter, but just not enough to hold off the Ravens uh, and stop them there at the end. Uh, we'll move on quickly. Lions, Browns, Browns take this one 13 to 10. Tim Boyle got the start uh, for the Lions in this one. Uh, leading guy for the Browns. Receiver, new receiver Josh Reynolds played 90% of the snaps. Amon Ra got 85%. Uh, Khalif Raymond, 71% of the snaps. TJ Hawkinson did play 88%. And then DeAndre Swift, 73% of the snaps for him. Jamal Williams is back. He did play 27%. Uh, the Browns, real quick. Uh, wide receiver Jamarcus Bradley led the way at 74%. Rashard Higgins, 72%. Jarvis Landry's banged up with a knee injury. He only played 65% of this game. Uh, and again, no Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, some tight ends here. Austin Hooper, 65% for him. Najoku, 64%. And then Nick Chubb looked good, 57% of the snaps for him. Dearness Johnson did play 35%. So let's take a peek at these numbers here. Baker Mayfield struggled uh, 15 of 29. 176 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. He was also sacked once. Nick Chubb uh, was the offense in this one. 22 carries, 130 yards, two catches for 14 yards, and the score. So good day from Nick Chubb. Dearness Johnson, only 5 for 26 as a rusher, no targets in the receiving game. Jarvis Landry, he did get a 16-yard rushing touchdown. He also led the team in targets on the day with eight, uh, but he'll only reel in four for 26. Demetric Felton, nothing. David Njoku got a carry for a yard and then two for 20 as a receiver. Austin Hooper uh, had a nice day for himself. Seven targets, four for 53. Uh, so that's a nice PPR day. And then Jamarcus Bradley, two for 46. Rashard Higgins, one for 17. This offense is really scary for fantasy football, uh, but there's good news. It sounds like Kareem Hunt has a chance to play week 12. You're still going to start Nick Chubb, uh, but after that, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know about anybody else. So just Nick Chubb for me going forward. And then the Lions, Tim Boyle, 15 of 23 for 77 yards, two interceptions, ugly, ugly stat line there. Uh, this one was all about DeAndre Swift, 14 carries, 136 yards, one touchdown. He did catch three of his four targets, but for zero yards. So Swift sets a new career high for his, uh, for his rushing yards. You have Jamal Williams, seven carries for 11 yards, nothing in the passing game. TJ Hawkinson led the team in targets with eight, six for 51. Uh, Amin Ross St. Brown caught all four of his passes uh, for 18 yards. And then uh, Josh Reynolds, I'll just shout him out, three targets, no catches. It's just ugly uh, on, the, on the Lions side. So we're hoping Jared Goff can come back and play on Thanksgiving. We just talked about the Bears being led by Andy Dalton. It's going to be a ugly rock fight, Bears versus Lions on Thanksgiving. So we'll see. Continue to start DeAndre Swift. Continue to use TJ Hawkinson. We'll see if Amon Ra, St. Brown, can keep some good things going. Uh, but we'll move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars and the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers win 32-10. 49ers are on the up and up right now. They're 5-5, five and five and uh, they're on track for a playoff spot right now. Uh, for the for the Niners, you see Brandon Ayuk lead the way with 93% of the snaps. Jimmy Garoppolo only played 93% himself. George Kittle played a good game, 83% for him. Debo Samuel played 80% of the snaps. And then with no Elijah Mitchell, you see Jeff Wilson get 58% of the snaps. Uh, the next running back up was Trey Sermon, who did play 35%. Uh, looking at the Jaguars real quick. Marvin Jones led the way, 91%. Laquan Treadwell, 72%. And then LaVisca Chenault, 63% of the snaps. Tavon Austin got in there for 26. And Jamal Agnew, who we just found out has, uh, he's having a season-ending injury. Uh, he only played 22%. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, of course, Dan Arnold here, 65% of the snaps for him. 
And then James Robinson, 63% to Carlos Hyde's 30% of the snaps. Let's look at the numbers for these two teams. Uh, Lawrence struggled in this one, 16 of 25, only 158 yards passing. He didn't turn the ball over, but he was sacked three times, added 23 yards on the ground as a rusher. James Robinson got the lone touchdown on the day, 12 for 29 on the ground, two for nine through the air. Uh, Jamal Agnew, again, he's out for the season. Uh, Marvin Jones led the team in targets with six, four for 52. So it's a decent PPR day. LaVisca Chenault, five targets. He caught all five of his targets for 50 yards. So that's nice, but he did lose a fumble. So uh, minus the two there puts you at about eight points for PPR. And then Tavon Austin, Laquan Treadwell, Carlos Hyde, John Brown, kind of whatever here. But again, with the absence of Jamal Agnew, that's going to open things up maybe for LaVisca Chenault to get back into the slot. Uh, maybe they use Laquan Treadwell as an outside receiver and just kind of start doing, uh, you know, LaVisca things with LaVisca Chenault. On the 49er side here, you have Jimmy Garoppolo, 16 of 22, 176 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, no turnovers on the day for Jimmy. He was sacked twice. Uh, Debo Samuel was the leading rusher on the day with eight carries for 79 yards and a score, uh, one for 15 as a receiver. So just imagine, he only had one catch in 15 yards, uh, but he still was able to rack up 79 yards and a touchdown as a rusher. So Debo's having himself uh, a year, continue to trust in Debo as a top five, top 10 receiver. Jeff Wilson did rack up 19 carries for 50 yards, added one catch for eight yards. Trey Sermon looked better, uh, 10 for 32 as a rusher. He also had a 23-yard catch. Trey Lance got in there for three rushing attempts for four yards. Uh, and then you see Brandon Ayuk, the best receiver weapon, uh, weapon on the day, caught all seven of his targets for 85 yards and a score. George Kittle, four for four with 34 yards and a touchdown. And then uh, kind of whatever on these guys here. But the 49ers, man, they're putting it together. Jimmy G is playing well. Uh, when they don't turn the, when he doesn't turn the ball over, they look like a good team. Uh, and if they can continue to establish the run here, you have Jeff Wilson, Trey Sermon heating up, Elijah Mitchell uh, in the bullpen waiting. So they have a really dynamic rushing attack. Uh, and then Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle, man, this offense has some fun pieces and uh, it could be a problem uh, come playoff time. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the Dallas Cowboys, one of the more disappointing games that I can remember. Kansas City takes this one 19 to 9. We were promised fun in this one and we didn't get much fun at all. On the Cowboys side, Dalton Schultz led the way 99%, Michael Gallup 94%, Ezekiel Elliott did play a lot 69%, and then the injury to CeeDee Lamb who played 54%, that opened things up for Noah Brown and Cedric Wilson. Both those guys played 63% of the snap. So heading into Thursday, it's looking like Gallup, Brown, and Wilson will be the leading receivers. And then you got Tony Pollard down here at about 33% of the snaps. For the Kansas City Chiefs, Mahomes played the full game. Travis Kelsey led the way, 87% of the snaps for him. Tyreek Hill at 81% of the snaps. And then wide receiver two, Byron Pringle. <clears throat> he played 59% of this game. The next best receiver was Josh Gordon at 43%. Demarcus Robinson, 41%. And Nicole Hardman, only 18% of the snaps here. I think I'm done with him in redraft leagues. Uh, I wouldn't wait or uh, feel too bad about letting go of him. Uh, the running backs with Clyde Edwards-Alaire back. Daryl Williams did lead the team in running back snaps, 53%. Clyde Edwards did get 47%. So uh, those are really the only two guys that touched the ball at running back. Um, so Daryl, Clyde, it's going to continue to be a split. Clyde did dominate the touches, though. Let's go look at those numbers real quick. Uh, I'll start with Mahomes first. Mahomes, 23 of 37, 260 yards, one interception, one fumble lost, and only 11 yards. So we thought Mahomes was back after last week's game against the Raiders. That turned out to be uh, not quite true. Uh, he struggled mightily in this one. The offense didn't really look as good 
uh, either after that first drive. Uh, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire dominated the touches for the running backs, 12 for 63 and a rushing touchdown, 2 for 13 as a receiver. Compare that to Daryl Williams, 5 for 15 for Daryl uh, and only three targets, 1 for 11 through the air. So it did tilt in Clyde's favor. Uh, I think uh, I was impressed with Daryl that he still got more snaps and didn't feel like it. Clyde, when he was in, he was getting the ball. So we'll see what happens going forward. But Tyreek Hill, 1 for 33 as a rusher, 11 targets that led the team, and 9 for 77 through the air. Travis Kelsey had a rushing touchdown in this one. He also had eight targets, five for 74, and then everything else was just kind of a junk, uh, a junk day. So Kelsey, Hill, Edwards-Alaire, those are the only really three guys that you want to be using uh, for weapons from the Chiefs. I mean, Byron Pringle, 1 for 37, Hardman, 2 for 25, a couple backup tight ends, and Josh Gordon, no thank you. Uh, for the Cowboys, Dak really struggled as well. He had three turnovers, two interceptions, and one fumble. 28 of 43 as a passer, 216 yards, no rushing yards as well. Uh, Tony Pollard was the leading rusher on the day, seven carries for 50 yards, two for 20 as a receiver. Zeke did have a nice PPR day. He caught all six of his targets for 36 yards, uh, but only nine for 32 on the ground. Dalton Schultz, eight targets, six for 53. He led the team in receiving yards. Michael Gallup led the team in targets with 10, five for 44 from him. Cedric Wilson, four for 36. CD Lamb, three for 14 before he left. Uh, and then Noah Brown just 0 for 2 on his target. So rough day for the Cowboys offense. We'll see if they can turn it around quickly as they prepare for the Raiders on Thursday. It's the middle game on Thursday. Uh, continue to use Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, Ezekiel Elliott, maybe even Tony Pollard uh, with an increased role going forward. So we'll see what happens. Uh, let's move on to probably the game of the uh, of the early games, uh, Green Bay and Minnesota. This one was a lot of fun. Minnesota takes this one 34 to 31. They move to five and fe- uh, five and five. Green Bay falls to eight and three. Uh, on the Packers side, uh, Devontae Adams did play 88% of these snaps. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, the second-best receiver, 81%, and Randall Cobb, 76%, while Equinemius St. Brown gets 36%. So no Alan Lazard in this one. That opened things up for MVS to get the number two snaps. Uh, at, uh, at running back, A.J. Dillon, 75% of the snaps. Patrick Taylor did play 25%. And then the tight end, it's a, it's a, it's a big committee. They use three tight ends, sometimes four, uh, but Josiah DeGuara, 46%, Mercedes Lewis, 29%, Dominique Daphne, 27 On the Vikings side, uh, Adam Thielen led the team in snaps with 94%, Justin Jefferson, 90%. There's Tyler Conklin at 80%, Dalvin Cook, 76%. That's really the only four names you need to know for fantasy football. KJ Osborne's nice, but 51%, not going to cut it for fantasy. And then Alexander Madison did play 17%. Let's take a look at some of these numbers now. Kirk Cousins, 24 of 35. 341 passing yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, no fumbles. He was sacked twice, uh, but he probably could add a couple of, like just watching that game. There's a few overturned interceptions. So he got away with a couple, uh, but overall pretty nice day from Kirk. Dalvin Cook goes 22 of 86 as a rusher, one rushing touchdown, three for 29 as a receiver. Uh, Justin Jefferson, though, was the player of the game. 10 targets, 8 for 169 and two touchdowns. Adam Thielen, 10 targets, 8 for 82 and a touchdown. So just those two guys alone combined for 20 targets, 16 catches, over 250 receiving yards and three touchdowns. Just an insane day between those two guys. Uh, that that really helped keep the offense moving the ball. Uh, Tyler Conklin, 3 for 3. Uh, with 35 yards. KJ Osborne just one for 19. DD Westbrook one for seven, kind of whatever. Uh, but pretty nice game, man, for those receivers. 
Um, again, the Vikings are so simple <clears throat> for fantasy. It's Dalvin, it's JJ, it's Thielen, and sometimes Conklin, uh, and then use Kirk Cousins in matchups. Uh, for the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, 23 of 33, 385 yards and four passing touchdowns. He was sacked twice in this one, no turnovers. Uh, and then 21 yards on the ground. A.J. Dillon lead back in this one, 11 for 53 as a rusher, and he caught all six of his targets for 44 yards. So he had a nice PPR day. Uh, you see backup receiver Equinemius St. Brown go one for 11, two for 43 as a receiver. And then there's the backup running back Patrick Taylor, four for 11, no targets. Uh, but Marquez Valdez-Scantling, guys, he led the team in targets. 10 total targets, four for 123, and a touchdown. Rodgers was trying to hit him early and often, uh, and they finally connected on that 75-yard bomb uh, to <clears throat> make it a, a tie ball game at the time. And then Devontae Adams, eight targets, seven for 115, and two scores. His domination over the Vikings continues. Josiah DeGuara, two for two, 37 yards and a touchdown. Randy Cobb, one for 15. Dominique Daphne, one for eight, kind of whatever. Uh, but, man, this Packers offense, it took a while to get going. It heated up in the second half. I think for next week, Rodgers dealing with a toe injury. You're still going to use him if he's starting. Uh, but A.J. Dillon <clears throat> is a must-start. Devonta Adams is a must-start. And maybe Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh, we'll see if he can string, away, uh, string a couple good games together. We'll move on to the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. Uh, the Dolphins win 24 to 17. They move to four and seven. They're winners of three in a row. Uh, the leading snap guys for the Dolphins, Jalen Waddle, 76%. Miles Gaskin, 74%. You have two tight ends here playing the same amount of snaps. Durham Smythe and Mike Jasicki, both at 71. Adam Shaheen, the third tight end. They use three tight ends, 64%. Uh, and then you got some backup receivers, Albert Wilson, 53%. Preston Williams, 35%. Matt Collins, 31%. And then just kind of a, a, a mix here at running back. Patrick Laird, 15%. And then Duke Johnson uh, with 8%. On the Jets side here, you see Corey Davis lead the way, 93%. Uh, rookie Elijah Moore at 80%. Then you have tight end Ryan Griffin. There's Jamison Crowder at 68%. And then the running backs, Tevin Coleman, Michael Carter, and Ty Johnson all played exactly 33% of the snaps. We did learn that Michael Carter has a high ankle sprain. He's going to be out for the next couple games. So it's going to be a Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson split. Uh, not exciting for fantasy, but I do think I like Ty Johnson more in that department. Uh, looking at the numbers, uh, Joe Flacco, 24 of 39. 291 yards passing, two touchdowns. Uh, he did lose a fumble in this one, and he was sacked twice. Michael Carter. Led the team in rushing, nine attempts for 63 yards. He only caught one target uh, for two yards. Tevin Coleman, five for nine, uh, five for 16 as a rusher, one for two as a receiver. There's Elijah Moore with a 15-yard run. Uh, but Elijah Moore led the team in targets, 11 total targets, eight receptions, 141 yards, and a touchdown. We could even take, like if we remove the touchdown and the 62 yards, you basically put him at uh, about seven catches for 80 yards, uh, which is still an eye-opening number for, for PPR. So Elijah Moore having himself a really good, uh, really good day. Uh, there's Ty Johnson, one for five as a rusher, one for eight as a receiver. Uh, but Jamison Crowder should be a PPR option. Seven targets, six for 44, and he catches a touchdown. There's Ryan Griffin, three for 39 as the lead tight end. Corey Davis struggled, seven targets, three for 35, and then uh, nothing else from down here. But interesting. We'll see next week the Jets. I think the Jets are playing – do they play Houston? I can't remember. Uh, but either way, the Jets – 
with Joe Flacco are a fun team for fantasy. With Zach Wilson, I'm less excited to get these guys in my lineup. So we'll monitor that next week. I hope for fantasy that is Flacco. Uh, if it's Wilson, we'll have to pause on some of our receivers. Uh, the Dolphins, pretty efficient day from Tua. Uh, 27 of 33, 273 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he did throw an interception, uh, and then he added six yards on the ground here. Albert Wilson had a passing attempt, uh, kind of whatever day from, from him. Uh, but Miles Gaskin, guys, he had 23 rushing attempts for 89 yards. Uh, he also caught three of his four targets for seven yards and a touchdown. So really good day from Gaskin. Duke Johnson getting in there, four for 18 as a rusher. Uh, but Jalen Waddle, player of the game, uh, he did have a one-yard touchdown run. He also led the team in targets with nine. He had eight receptions for 65 yards. Uh, so just a nice 20-point-something PPR day for Jalen Waddle. Mac Hollins, two for 72 and a touchdown. He had a nice 65-yard bomb. Mike Jasicki, five for 50. You'll take that as his floor. There's Durham Smythe, four for 37. Uh, Adam Shaheen, Preston Williams. I just want to say, if anything happens to Mike Jasicki, if he gets injured, Durham Smythe is a good tight end. Uh, he should be on our waiver wire speed dial. But uh, anyways, the Dolphins... Uh, keep it moving here. I still think Tua is a fringe top 10, top 12 quarterback for fantasy. Miles Gaskins in our good trust here as a running back too. And then Jalen Waddle and Mike Jasicki both being fruitful for fantasy. So I hope this team can get Will Fuller and Devontae Parker back because they're going to be kind of fun when that offense all comes together. Uh, but moving on to uh, probably the most shocking defeat of the day, the Texans and the Titans. Texans win 22 to 13. So, so far the Titans this year have lost to the Texans and the New York Jets. Uh, on the Texan side here, uh, you see tight end Farrell Brown lead the way at 84%. There's Brandon Cooks, 83%, a drop-off to wide receiver two, Nico Collins at 59%. David Johnson finally getting uh, a nice workload here, 55% for him. There's Chris Conley at 48%, Rex Burkhead, 42%, and then I don't even want to look at the rest. Uh, but the Titan side, we did see Des Fitzpatrick, rookie wide receiver, Lead the way with 79%. Chester Rogers, wide receiver two, he was 69%. And then the third wideout, Nick Westbrook-Ikina with 67%. A.J. Brown was kind of in and out of the lineup all game. 52% of the snaps for him as the fourth uh, wide receiver. And then Dontrell Hilliard, he actually led the team in running back snaps on the day. 63%. Uh, kind of just taking the exact Jeremy McNichols role as the, as the pass catching back. As far as tight ends go, Anthony Ferkser. 51%. Michael Pruitt, 47%. We did see that Jeff Swaim uh, was knocked out of this one uh, before. I guess in practice, he had a concussion in practice. So it was just Pruitt and Ferkser on the day. Adrian Peterson and Deonta Foreman both had 19% of the snaps. Kind of afterthoughts and just terrible game script for these guys. So that's why they were down and using Dontrell Hilliard. Let's look at these, uh, these ugly numbers real quick. Ryan Tannehill, 35 of 52 as a passer. 323 yards, one touchdown. He was sacked four times. Uh, or no, he threw four interceptions and was sacked twice. My bad. Uh, and then two for three as a rusher. Adrian Peterson led the team in carries. Nine for 40. Two for four as a receiver. Here's Dontrell Hilliard's line. Seven for 35 as a rusher. Uh, Ten targets. Eight for 47 as a receiver. <clears throat> There's Deonta Foreman. Seven for 25. One for 15 as a receiver. Uh, and then uh, just a bunch of stats here. Nick Westbrook, Ikina. Eight targets, seven for 107. A.J. Brown, nine targets, five for 48. That's a fine floor game. Uh, he was banged up in this one a lot as well. And there was pouring rain uh, through stretches of that game. Uh, but Chester Rogers, four for 41 and a fumble. Des Fitzpatrick, his first career touchdown, three for 35 in the touchdown. And then Anthony Ferkser, five for 26. Uh, so good day. 
uh, for fantasy for some of these guys, but just an ugly day overall. You don't want Tannehill throwing the ball 52 times. Uh, you want him throwing the ball 24 times, like our guy Tarad here, 14 of 24, 107 yards for Tarad Taylor, two rushing touchdowns and 28 yards added there. Uh, Rex Burkhead, 18 for 40 as a rusher, no targets. David Johnson, though, 13 attempts for 18 yards, three for 16 as a rusher or as a receiver. Chris Conley led the way in receiving yards, four for 37. Brandon Cooks, two for 18. Uh, I don't even really want to look at the rest of this. Just 107 passing yards for Terod Taylor. I think at this point, I'm like, I'm nervous about any, like even Brandon Cooks, I think I would try to move him if I can or something, but uh, don't be relying on Texans guys. Uh, just try and find a different way. Uh, but I don't know. We'll chalk this one up here as just a weird game for the Titans. See if they can get back on track next weekend against the surging New England Patriots. Uh, a little bit more exciting of a game, the Eagles and the Saints. Eagles take this one 40 to 29. They move to five and six. Saints fall to five and five. On the Eagles side here, you see Dallas Goddard, uh, 96% of the snaps for him. And then you have three wide receivers here. Delonta Smith, 92%. Quez Watkins, 82%. And Jalen Reger, 71%. Then the running back start. Miles Sanders did look good in this one. 46% of the snaps for him. Boston Scott, 37%. And Jordan Howard down here at 17%. On the Saints side, uh, you see Trevor Simeon did play the full game. Receivers Traquan Smith played 95% of the snaps. Marquez Calloway, 77%. Here's running back Mark Ingram at 72%. Adam Troutman, uh, who got hurt in this one. He's going to be out for the next four to six weeks. He did play 68% of the snaps. And then you got a couple more receivers here. Deontay Harris, 42%. Kenny Stills, 40%. Nick Vanette, backup tight end for Troutman, 28%. Uh, and then just some backup stuff down here. Uh, but this one was interesting. Uh, the, the, Saints just couldn't stop this rushing game. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 13 of 24, 147 yards passing. He was sacked three times, but the man runs 18 times for 69 yards and three rushing touchdowns. Just a massive day on the ground here. Miles Sanders, 16 carries, 94 yards, no catches. Uh, Jordan Howard, 10 carries, 63 yards, no catches. Boston Scott, 6 for 16, but he did get two catches for two yards. So uh, this team racked up 32 rushing attempts from its three running backs. On top of that, 18 attempts from Jalen Hurts. That's 50 rushing attempts from this team, showing that you can, if you are diligent, you can run on these Saints. Uh, Dallas Goddard led the way in targets, eight total targets, five for 62. Devonta Smith, six targets, four for 61. Uh, and then really nothing else from the rest of this squad here. But it's Hurts, it's Sanders, it's Goddard, and it's Devonta Smith. That's really the only names you care about for fantasy. Uh, on the Saints side, Trevor Simeon struggled 22 of 40, 214 yards, three passing touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, he also had a touchdown run, 16 yards on the ground. Uh, so nice day, just not a great performance as a whole you can't go 22 of 40 and expect to win mark ingram had a nice day 16 of 88 or 16 carries for 88 yards eight targets six for 25 through the air he did lose a fumble in this one but for ppr you're happy with what you got Dwayne Washington, Tony Jones, kind of nothing to talk about here as backup running backs. Uh, but Traquan Smith looked good. Eight targets, five for 64 as a receiver. Adam Troutman, eight targets, five for 58 and a touchdown. Again, Troutman got hurt in this one. He's out for the next four to six games. We'll see if he can come back, but probably not going to happen for fantasy this year. So if you're holding on to him, I don't understand it. Just probably just let him go. Uh, Marquez Calloway, four targets, but he does go one for 26 and a score. Uh, Nick Vanette, one for 20. Deontay Harris, two for 11. Lil Jordan Humphrey, one for four and a touchdown. So 
I don't know uh, what's going on with the Saints. They did just sign Taysom Hill to a massive contract today, so good chance that Taysom Hill starting on Thursday Thanksgiving. Uh, and in that game, we don't even know if we're going to get Alvin Kamara. So you're looking at Taysom Hill, Mark Ingram, Traquan Smith, Marquez Callaway as fantasy options, I guess. Uh, I don't know. We'll evaluate it later. I need to see if Traquan or uh, if Taysom is indeed the, the starter in that one. Uh, another kind of boring game here, the Bengals and the Raiders. Bengals win 32-13. to 13. Bengals move to 6-4. and four. Raiders fall 2-5-5. Five and five. Uh, This was, It was boring uh, for the most part. I watched the majority of this game on the other TV uh, during the Chiefs-Cowboys game, and I was just unexcited. Uh, but Jamar Chase leads the way 92%. T. Higgins, 80%. C.J. Uzama, 73%. Joe Mixon, 72%. And Tyler Boyd, 70%. Nothing else really matters. Uh, Drew Samples, the backup tight end, he did play half the game. Uh, Stanley Morgan Jr. is the, set, the fourth wide receiver. And then Samaje Pirine. Uh, remains as like the third down back in just in case uh, for the Raiders. Darren Waller did play 94%. Brian Edwards led the receivers with 83% of the snaps. Zay Jones was number two uh, tied with Hunter Renfro. Actually, Zay Jones and Renfro both 72%. Uh, and then Jacobs, Josh Jacobs, 66% of snaps. Kenyon Drake, 32%. Uh, there's some backup tight ends and some receivers down here, but uh, we'll look at the numbers here and try to make sense of this. Derek Carr, 19 of 27, 215 yards, one passing touchdown, one interception, and one fumble loss. Just a rough day here, two turnovers for Carr. Josh Jacobs, 9 for 37 as a rusher, but he did get seven targets, 5 for 24. So in a PPR league, I guess you're fine. You ended up getting like 11 points. Kenyon Drake, 5 for 23 as a rusher, uh, 1 for 6. I don't know if you're using him anymore for fantasy. Hunter Renfro, he has been hot, uh, but not so much in this one. 1 for 5 as a rusher. Uh, he did catch all four of his targets for 30 yards, so it's a floor game, 7.5 points. I guess you take that. Deshaun Jackson, whatever. Peyton Barber, whatever. Uh, Darren Waller, though, 8 targets, 7 for 116 yards. Great game from him. And then Zay Jones, whatever, 1 for 20. Foster Moreau, backup tight end, 1 for 19 and a touchdown. Cool. Uh, and then Brian Edwards, no targets. He led the team in receiver snaps and no targets. Just a weird game from the Raiders. They're going to head to Dallas for Thanksgiving. I think in this one, it's Jacobs and Waller. That's all I really care about. Probably stay away from the rest of this. Uh, but the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, 20 of 29 as a passer, only 148 yards. It was a dink and dunk uh, kind of day. One passing touchdown. He was sacked three times, and he did lose a fumble. Uh, this is all Joe Mixon all the time. 30 attempts, 123 yards, and two touchdowns for Joe Mixon. Tyler Boyd had a pretty good game. Uh, game. One for 14 as a rusher. Eight targets. He led the team in targets. Six for 49. Um and then as I get into these other receivers, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, just take, in, take advantage of this because the Raiders are pretty good at defending the outside receivers. So Tyler Boyd had one of the best days, uh, means underneath routes. That's how teams are going to try to def uh, pass against the Raiders. So Jamar Chase, two for eight as a rusher, uh, six targets, three for 32. Uh, he does get a passing touchdown or a receiving touchdown to salvage his day. Samaje Pirine, three for 18 through the air. T. Higgins, two for 15, uh, only three targets for Higgins. Mike Thomas, one for 12. Just everybody was just, it was just spread out way too thin here. It was a pretty lame game uh, for everyone besides Joe Mixon. And I guess Jamar Chase was able to catch the touchdown, but uh, we'll see what happens here. I think looking forward to next week, they're going to play the Steelers. I still like Burrow. I like Mixon. I like Chase. I like Higgins. Maybe Tyler Boyd. Maybe Tyler Boyd's coming along. Uh, but the CJ Uzama experiment, I don't know if I trust it. Uh, but either way, the Bengals are playing good ball right now. Uh, that could have been an easy trap game for them to head out to Las Vegas and lose, but they ended up pounding the Raiders in that fourth quarter. 
the game of maybe the game of the year, the Chargers and the Steelers. Chargers win 41 to 37. This was your Sunday night football game. Uh, just an absolute gem. That fourth quarter uh, was so fun to watch. We see the Steelers. Deontay Johnson led the way, 91% of the snaps. Chase Claypool, 91% as well. The next best receiver, uh, James Washington at 67%. Najee Harris, interesting. Najee Harris was getting concussion protocols uh, in the middle of the third, fourth quarter. Did come back to finish the game, but 75% of the snaps for him. Pat Fryermuth, 57%. Eric Ebron, 46%. Ray Ray McLeod, 22%. Kind of whatever. Uh, the Chargers side. You see Keenan Allen, 82% of the snaps. Mike Williams plays 79%. Austin Eckler, 70%. Jalen Guyton, uh, third wide receiver, looking good, 54%. And then the tight ends, Jared Cook, 50%. Donald Parham, 42%. Josh Palmer made some nice plays in this one, but uh, that's pretty much all we need to know. Uh, the Chargers, man, Justin Herbert looked really good. 30 of 41 as a passer, 382 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, uh, sacked twice. Nine for 90 on the ground, though. Free nine points from Justin Herbert. Uh, and it's a shame because that one interception was a batted ball that got, you know, sent into the air. Uh, so Herbert, just a, a near perfect game from Herbert. Austin Eckler, 11 attempts, 50 yards rushing, two rushing touchdowns, seven targets, six receptions, 65 yards and two touchdowns from Austin Eckler. Just a massive night. Uh, pretty much almost uh, identical to kind of what Jonathan Taylor was doing. Jonathan Taylor did get the five touchdowns, but uh, this, I guess, was the 4X uh, play here. So really nice game, for, game from Eckler. Josh Palmer had a six-yard carry and a 17-yard catch. Larry Roundtree, two for five. Andre Roberts, whatever. Jalen Guyton, one catch for 18 yards and a two-yard carry. There's some Justin Jackson news there. But uh, Keenan Allen, man, 13 targets to lead the way. Nine receptions, 112 yards. Really nice day from Keenan. Uh, but Mike Williams, six targets, five for 97, and the go-ahead score at the end there, the game-winning touchdown. Donald Parham, four for 38. Jared Cook. Three for 28. So interesting. Jared Cook was dinged up in this one. If Donald Parham is like the starter, I kind of like him uh, going forward here. We'll see if he can get some more snaps. But keep your eye on Donald Parham. He looks like a really good up-and-coming tight end. Steelers, uh, Roethlisberger goes 28 of 44. 273 passing yards, three touchdowns, three sacks on the day. No turnovers, though, so that's all that matters. Najee Harris, 12 for 39 and a rushing touchdown. Six targets, five for 20 as a receiver. <laughs> my bad just a quick little sneeze there for you guys uh but Najee Harris a uh, fine game here he couldn't find any room uh running the, on the ground here and then anytime he got a pass his way he was kind of bottled up pretty quickly but he gets a touchdown saves a day Benny Snell and Kalen Balazs were kind of the backups when when Najee went out uh Raymer McLeod whatever two for 12 as a receiver one for five as a rusher Chase Claypool had a good game he did get two rushing attempts near the goal line so that's interesting that that's uh that could happen, you know, a rushing touchdown from Claypool soon. But nine targets, five for 93. Deontay Johnson was the player of the game for the Steelers. 13 targets, seven for one and one, and a touchdown of beauty uh, at the, uh, I think, the end of the second quarter. Uh, Eric Ebron, three catches, 24 yards, and a score. James Washington, two for 12. And then Pat Frymuth, he did see seven targets, only four for 11 as a receiver, but he gets the touchdown uh, there to tie the game up at the end. So, uh, actually, that was to take the lead, if I remember. Uh, but either way, uh, a really nice game from the Steelers here. Three passing touchdowns and uh, the Najee rushing touchdown. Uh, but uh, I don't know if we can expect this kind of fantasy bonanza every week. Uh, again, uh, Claypool, Deontay, 
Najee Roethlisberger, and apparently now Pat Fryermuth, man. He's a tight end one option going forward. So uh, extremely fun game. Again, 27 points in the fourth quarter by the Steelers. Chargers just managed to get that one last play to Mike Williams to seal the deal. Uh, so here it is, our last game for week 11 snap counts. Cardinals win 23 to the Seahawks 13. Cardinals move to 9-2, and two, reclaim the number one seed in the NFC. Uh, looking at the Cardinals real quick, Colt McCoy played the full game 100% of the snaps. James Conner, 82%, leading wideout on the day. Antoine Wesley, 76% for him. Zach Ertz also at 76%. And then here's some receivers. Christian Kirk did play 73%. A.J. Green, 69%. And Rondell Moore, 39%. Uh, the tight ends, backup tight ends, who cares? Uh, and then Eno Benjamin, 22% of the snaps there as the backup running back. On Seattle's side, Tyler Lockett, 92%, and DK Metcalf, both at 92% to lead the way. Tight end Gerald Everett, uh, 86% of the snaps for him to Will Disley's 51%. So I'm kind of interested. Gerald Everett the last two weeks has put up some good numbers in terms of snaps and production. So he's a guy worth holding on to, uh, I think, for the next coming weeks. Freddie Swain, the number three receiver, 41%. And then we get to the running backs. DJ Dallas and Alex Collins both had 37% of the snaps. Rashad Penny got hurt in this one, 16%. Travis Homer, only 10%. Uh, just the sky is falling in Seattle, guys. Russell Wilson, 14 of 26 for 207 yards, no touchdowns. Back-to-back -to -back games with no touchdowns for Russ Wilson. He was sacked four times, at least no turnovers in this one. Alex Collins led the team in rushing, 10 for 36, no catches. DJ Dallas, 4 for 25 and a rushing touchdown, 1 for 2 as a receiver. Again, Rashad Penny got hurt. Travis Homer, just one play for him. Uh, but Tyler Lockett, he's the only guy that came through. Uh, five targets, four for 115 yards. Gerald Everett, four targets, three for 37. So again, that's 6.7 PPR points. I guess that's a floor. Uh, DK Metcalf, eight targets, four for 31. So we're struggling here with DK. Uh, there's Disley, Kobe Parkinson, just a bunch of nothing. So whew, I, I'm almost ready to hit the panic alarm here on the Seahawks. I really don't know if I can trust them next week. They're playing at Washington. I think that's probably uh, a sign there. If they don't get Lockett, Metcalf, Going in that game, I don't know if we're going to be able to use them the rest of the way. So we'll see. Uh, I'm nervous about the Seahawks, but again, we'll see. Washington has been pretty friendly against opponents, quarterbacks, and receivers. And then uh, the Cardinals, man. Colt McCoy, 35 passing uh, completions, 44 attempts, 328 passing yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. He was sacked twice, added 18 yards on the ground. James Conner pounded away for 21 carries, 62 yards, and a score. Six targets. Uh, for Connor, five for 37 as a receiver. Eno Benjamin got involved here. He had seven touches. Uh, but Zach Ertz, man, nine targets, eight for 88 yards, and two touchdowns. Just a massive PPR day for Ertz. Again, eight for 88 and two scores. AJ Green, four for 78. Uh, Rondell Moore, 11 targets, 11 receptions, and 51 yards. So he had a nice, massive day in PPR formats. Antoine Wesley, 4 for 44. Christian Kirk, uh, finally a dud from Christian Kirk, 2 for 25. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know how to judge this Cardinals team. They're going into the bye. They're going to get Kyler Murray and maybe DeAndre Hopkins back next week. So uh, Colt McCoy, he held down the fort. He only lost one game uh, of the last three here. So he's doing good work. Uh, Connor's rolling. Rondell Moore got involved. Zach Ertz is like fully a part of the team now. And uh, I don't know, things are looking uh, too easy for the Cardinals right now. Life without Murray and Hopkins a little too easy, but that was fun. 
Thank you guys for watching. We'll hang out uh, live on Tuesday night. We'll go over the waiver wire report. If you want to check that out, just go to thefantasyfellowship.com and get a quick peek at that or check us out on TikTok, uh, the Fantasy Fellowship on TikTok. I do put out a lot of videos on there. That's just kind of the same content I put out on YouTube, just a little bit quicker and more condensed for the kids. So uh, that's going to do it for week 11 uh, snap counts. We'll see you guys on Tuesday night. Enjoy the Monday night football game. Adios. Peace.